0: I'm Andrew Schweitzer, and you're listening to the Boxing for Free podcast. If you want to help us out, go to boxingforfree.com, click the Amazon banner, and do all your shopping through amazon.com via the Boxing for Free link that's on the website. We get a nice little kickback, and it helps us continue to do what we're doing here at boxingforfree.com. Enough of that commercial. Let's get down to what we want to talk about, which is Jean Pascal getting his ass kicked by Sergei Kovalev again. Maybe, maybe I'm right. Maybe the guy does like brain damage. I I did mention that that you know, speaking of people who like brain damage, um, but in I mentioned that in the last podcast. But um, was anybody surprised that he got knocked out again? I, I'm just gonna let this linger so that you know, if anybody wants to shout out, y- you may. Not that I'm gonna hear you. This is pre-recorded dummies. But was anybody really surprised? I was kind of surprised that it didn't go four rounds. I predicted uh, four rounds, and it went only seven. But in uh, each of those seven rounds, Pascal did nothing. I'm kind of like, I, I'm watching, and I'm thinking, so th- th- this is what you wanted a rematch for, to prove that you could do a whole lot of nothing against Sergey Kovalev and collect money for it? Is, is that all? You're not, you're not going to put that much of an effort into it? Oh, and I would love to know what the hell Freddie Roach was uh, working on in the camp. You know, yeah, sure. He may have told Pascal, you're better than Roy Jones Jr. Because Pascal has a hard on for Roy Jones Jr. wants to be like him. And that that's why he had uh, J- Jones Jr. as a trainer. And a lot of good that did him. But um, no, apparently Freddie Roach told Jean Pascal, you're better than Roy Jones Jr. I think he meant right, like compared to how Roy Jones Jr. is right now, you're better than him. There is no way that anybody is going to believe that Jean Pascal is better than Roy Jones Jr. No way. He's better than the Roy Jones Jr. who got his ass uh, kicked a couple months ago against Enzo Macarnelli, but no, he's not better than Roy Jones Jr. was, uh, I don't know, probably 10 years ago even. Well, I don't know that might be a bit of a stretch but anyway so the uh, the fight ends Freddie Roach mercifully stopped the fight he he just gets in the ring and he says I'm stopping it. it it's no good and he just immediately no you know no hesitation no hey do you think you can go one more round you gotta show me something no he just gets in there and says okay that's it calls the fight off and then we get uh we get the post fight interview from Max Kellerman, and it, it seems that they're, uh, following Showtime's, uh, playbook or something because they're getting everybody in the ring for this because, uh, Adonis Stevenson shows up. And, uh, well, first of all, the, uh, the interview is pretty interesting. Let's just, uh, let's listen to that first.
1: Congratulations, Sergei Kovalev, on another devastating knockout win. I say this to you after every one of your fights nowadays. You like rematches?
2: Uh, no, I don't like rematches, but uh, this uh, was a personal fight uh, because uh, Pascal is a uh, special person. What, what, how is he
1: a special person?
2: Uh, I mean uh, that he's... Uh, Uh, Not polite with anybody around him and don't respect uh, fighters or and uh, everybody don't respect Believe me uh, Until uh,
1: until uh, I'm in Montreal everybody said me like kick his ass It did seem to us That you made good on your promise before the fight to punish him during the fight for some of the things He said you would have him cornered and then you would let him out of the corner to extend the fight—is that in fact what you were doing? Were you punishing him intentionally and extending the fight?
2: Yes, I would. I would uh, fight more rounds and uh, uh, make him more pain. Punish him. More. Punish him more. He stopped the. Oh. Stop fighting before the eighth round. He. He lost the bet, fifty thousand. <laughs>
0: Uh, for those of you who are not aware, Pascal and Kovalev agreed to a side bet of fifty thousand dollars that Pascal would not make it past the eighth round. Sucks to be Pascal because he didn't make it past the eighth round. Uh, well, let's let's be honest. Who expected him to?
1: So even now, after that beating you still have a bad feeling about your opponent? Yes, I don't respect him at all. And never. He not excused from me. When you say things like that, like you punished him intentionally, do you think that endears you to boxing fans? Do you think it turns some fans off? How do you think the public receives that?
2: Uh, You know, um, I punished uh, not good person and everybody uh, understand who is who and that's it not any comments
0: i don't i'm trying to figure out where kellerman's coming from he seems very concerned that kovalev's comments might not endear him to boxing fans because he just doesn't have a lot of respect for jean pascal if any why does max care i mean okay he's part of hbo hbo is putting a lot behind sergey kovalev they want a big star who is marketable and they need the right image to market this guy, all right? But, well, the guy accused him of being a racist. And yeah, I'll be honest, I was I did not think that that whole thing with uh Kovalev uh, posing with that kid with the shirt and saying that it looked like uh, Stevenson, that was not cool. I'm not justifying that, but come on. I don't think the guy's a racist otherwise. He probably wouldn't have the black trainer in his corner. I don't know. It, it felt very strange that Koval- or that Pascal was saying that uh, Kovalev was the racist, and yet, okay, Kovalev's got uh, some black guys in his corner, and uh, who does Pascal have? He has Freddie Roach, who I respect, white, and uh, he's got Russ Amber, white, and I respect him too, but So, yeah, Max, don't worry about stuff like that. He's not, you're not supposed to like a guy who accuses you of being something you're not, okay?
1: Andre Ward spoke to us tonight, said that a fight with you is not if, but when. What are your thoughts about fighting Andre Ward either at the end of this year or soon? Uh, Yeah, I'm very
2: happy if this fight uh, will happen and uh, just um, take your time.
0: Yeah, the fight between uh, Kovalev and Andre Ward, I really want to see that. I would love to see the classic boxer versus puncher matchup. I think it'd be great. It would have been interesting if Andre Ward would have gotten in the ring, congratulated Kovalev, said a few words like, I can't wait to have a fight with you, it should be a classic. And, you know, something friendly, cordial, but, I mean, I I guess that would have been too exciting for Andre Ward and perhaps just talking about it off-camera was, you know, enough excitement as it was for him. Who knows?
1: In the meantime, they keep lining up opponents for you and you keep knocking them out. Between now and Andre Ward, is there anyone you're interested in getting in the ring with? Uh, Sure, I want to...
2: Unified all four titles. I would like to fight
1: Adonis Chickenson. Adonis Chickenson, who is also here
0: ringside. Well, first of all, chickens go cluck cluck, but I get it. You're saying that he's ducking you. I get that. It's still funny. I mean, it's just kind of random. You don't expect uh, uh, boxers to be making animal sounds after a victory. Now that that is funny, I don't care. But uh, what what's even stranger is that uh, as uh, after uh, Kovalev's done making the duck noise, <laughs> Max Kellerman gets this weird look on his face, like he he's really nervous about something. And it's it's only because Pascal is coming over to you know shake Kovalev's hand, say hey congratulations, you're a great champion. But it's also because I think he sees that Stevenson, Adonis Stevenson, is in the ring coming towards Kovalev. Kellerman looks scared. He honestly got looks scared, like these two are about to fight, and that he's gonna get caught in the middle and hurt somehow.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Hey, that's me. that's me. This is the big, the biggest tough man. This is me, not
2: the chair I'm the chair Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> and this is where things get really confusing because you think, okay, these two are gonna have a verbal sparring session right here and now but no Stevenson gets the mic some of his people have to hold him back because he's making like he wants a piece of Kovalev right then and there. Kovalev just flips him off real quick and then walks away. I I'm thinking what are you doing dude? You're the champion. You're the one who just knocked out Pascal again. You should be say you should be taunting him saying hey you know when are you gonna fight me? When are you gonna step up? When are you gonna stop hiding behind Al Heyman and PBC? you're not the real champ you had your belts taken away from you for by ring magazine you're not the real champ I'm the real champ that's why I have the belts he should have done something like that instead he just just kind of you know gives him the bird and walks away and I'm like no you, you don't do that this is your stage dude it, it's just very confusing and I'm, and I'm like come on come on. So, uh, after that little semi-melee, Kellerman gives uh, uh, Jean Pascal a chance to uh, say something.
1: All right, Adonis Stevenson, the lineal champion, is in the ring, ostensibly trying to get at Sergei Kovalev, the consensus light heavyweight champion of the world. jean pascal entered the ring moments ago to say something to congratulate sergey and didn't get a chance Jean, is there something you'd like to say
2: hey i just want to say thank you to all my fans who came up to support me thank you very much i love you guys kovalev did a better job tonight he's a great champion And I will be back. Don't worry, guys. I love you. Thank you very much. Thank
1: you, Sean.
0: So that was Kovalev-Pascal 2. Good night for Kovalev. Uh, Bad night for Pascal. I have no idea what the hell he's going to do next to try to rebound from this. He's lost uh, two out of his last three. And you could even argue he's lost three out of his last three. But uh, we're not going to get into that. Sergey Kovalev, just stand your ground more when you're confronted I mean, come on. What are you worried about? He's not going to hit you. And we know you can take a punch, and you can give a punch. So, I don't know. Either way, if they can make Kovalev versus uh, versus Stevenson before the Ward fight, great. If they have to wait until afterwards, oh well. And that's even if uh, Sergey Kovalev beats Andre Ward. Now that's a very interesting matchup, and I have a hard time uh, taking a guess at who would win that fight. But... Either way, light heavyweight division is looking pretty interesting. Moving on. Canelo Alvarez versus Amir Khan. I remember where I was uh, a few days ago when I saw that fight was announced. I was getting ready to go to sleep for the midnight shift. And I, I see this video and, you know, like Canelo versus Amir Khan. I thought, okay, it's some sort of fantasy matchup the guy was like I don't know I thought no this can't be real and then I'm seeing more and more of it and I thought no this cannot be real and it is Amir Khan a former 140 pound champion a guy who has never beaten any uh, elite 147 pound fighter is taking on the middleweight champion of the world oh no wait I forgot this is Canelo this is Canelo Alvarez, the catchweight queen. This is a middleweight championship fight with a catchweight of 155 pounds. Forgot, of course. Okay, you know what? This is. i, I Before I go any further, I want to issue a, a challenge to my listeners. If there's anybody out there who can do great audio production, I want you to do something for me. I want you to produce a parody of the ABBA song Dancing Queen, but I want you to change the lyrics to Catchweight Queen. Just change all the lyrics so that they're boxing appropriate. Hell, have it it try to be like Oscar De La Hoya is singing it to Canelo. You are the Catchweight Queen. Do that. That would be hilarious. I would pay somebody to do that. Not a lot of money, but I would pay them to do that. Oh, my God. This is the best you can do. I mean, first of all, Amir Khan, props to you. You've got balls. Holy crap, Do you have you got balls, obviously. If you're going to jump all the way up to 155 pounds to fight Canelo yikes i mean there have been instances where i thought you know a, a person might be crazy for jumping so much weight i remember after uh paul williams beat carlos quintana in uh their rematch uh knocked him out in the first round and i remember at the time that was um i think that was 2008 at the time his next fight was uh supposed to be kelly pavlik and I remember seeing it on Boxrec, and I thought, that is a dangerous fight for Paul Williams. It got uh, canceled, it, uh, and I thought, oh, that's good. I, I don't think that Williams would be able to handle Pavlik. I, I changed my mind later on, but um, props to Amir Khan if he is dead set serious about this, but there are also people thinking, wait a minute, Amir, what about Kel Brook? Like you're always either talking about him or you're either talking about Floyd Mayweather or Manny Pacquiao. So why not fight Kelbrook, beat somebody who has a welterweight title, do something instead of constantly waiting for a phone call from Manny Pacquiao or Floyd Mayweather that's not going to happen. Well, uh Amir Khan's father, Shah Khan, explained why they are not going after Kelbrook. They said that originally uh, Khan was going to take a stay-busy fight in March when Brooke was making a mandatory defense of his title. And that if things went as planned, that they would then try to uh, come back in the summer against either Kell Brook or the WBC welterweight champion Danny Garcia, who owes Khan a mandatory defense. Well... Obviously, none of those is going to be happening. Uh, Khan says that there were discussions between his team and Golden Boy Promotions for some time, and they were just uh, talking. There was no, uh, not even any real negotiating, just talks. Uh, And uh, they were left without an opponent to pick, and Khan went and picked Alvarez. Uh, Of course, he's he's talking about how he wants to fight Pacquiao. That didn't come through. Um, It's not too surprising that Khan wants to fight Alvarez though given his mentality he constantly thinks that he has the fastest hands in all of boxing that he's the best in the world and he's tried to get Mayweather tried for like for four years straight he tried to get Mayweather didn't happen he tried to get Pacquiao didn't happen so it makes sense that he's going after the biggest star at the moment and that is Canelo Alvarez now, uh, uh oh, it, it, I don't know. On one hand, I am, I think, oh, wow, that's a really interesting matchup. But on the other hand, I'm thinking, oh, like, is, is this really the best defense for Canelo Alvarez? You know, you win a 160 pound title, you play your pansy ass, you know, crybaby games of, oh, I'm too big or I'm too small for 160, but I'm too big for 154. Wah come on, is this really the best you can do? So say, oh, hey, a former 140-pound champion who hasn't done a lot at the welterweight division, hey, why don't you jump all the way up to the semi-middleweight division and fight me? And yeah, I know I've argued in the past that, um... If you're over 154 pounds and you're not a junior middleweight, that is the middleweight limit. But guess what? If the actual limit is just one pound over the previous weight limit, then no. that That's just being a bit ridiculous. Come on, can't we have a middleweight champion who actually fights at 160 pounds? Is that too much to ask? And this is coming from a guy who was excited before about Manny Pacquiao versus Oscar De La Hoya. I was excited about it because I knew Oscar De La Hoya was going to get his ass kicked. Don't look at me like that. Don't call me a liar and say I'm full of crap. No, I predicted that De La Hoya was either going to get stopped in the 7th or the 8th round. That's what happened. I couldn't believe all the people who were picking Oscar De La Hoya for that fight. And I don't know how many people are going to be picking Amir Khan. Well, all the British fighters are going to be picking Amir Khan, except for the ones who don't like him, like Kel Brook. But, oh, uh, I don't know. I, I, I need to think about this a lot more because I'm just not liking it at the moment. But I, I swear to God, that challenge is open. If anybody can produce lyrics, produce the catchway Queen song. Please, and I guarantee you, every time that Canelo brings up a, a catchweight of any kind, I will play that song. I will give full credit to you. It's just something to consider. <laughs> anyway, that's all we have for you this week. Uh, before I go, I want to give a shout-out to my buddies at The Ring Crew Show. These guys are the best podcasts you can listen to for professional wrestling. Bubs, Wrecker and W, they've been uh they've been making this show for about six years. Not all of them. It's been Bubs from the start, but uh Wrecker and W they are longtime members of the show. They they love to complain about the good, the bad, and the ugly of the professional wrestling. Go to the ringcrewshow.com. They have just posted their 198th episode. They've, they're discussing the 2016 Royal Rumble. Taking a look back at the 2006 Royal Rumble. And like I said, the good, the bad, and the ugly of professional wrestling. And that mostly consists of TNA if you're discussing the bad and ugly of professional wrestling. Anyway, that's all we have for you this week. As I said, we hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Boxing for Free podcast. You can find us online at www.boxingforfree.com. That's boxing, the number four, free.com. Twitter.com slash free. Be like Arislandelara, Lara, Berman Staverne, Adonis Stevenson, Glenn Johnson, Robert Guerrero, and hundreds of others, and follow our Twitter feed. Go to YouTube.com slash Boxing for Free and like our Facebook page. Go to Facebook.com slash Boxing for Free page. You can subscribe on iTunes, Podbean, and several other podcast directories. If you use iTunes, be sure to give us a review and let everyone know that the Boxing for Free podcast is your source for boxing news and commentary. I'm Andrew Schweitzer. Thank you for listening, and we hope you tune in next time.